In a world where people try to do stuff they don't know how to do. One man, okay, two men, are standing by with the best advice on Earth. Ow. Well, most of the time. Welcome to the all-around Home Improvement Hour. Now here's Charles Thayer and the man they call the Polish Powerhouse. Folks, almost came in late there. This is the all-around home improvement hour right here on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130. This is where we talk all things home improvement related and kind of just spice up the station a little bit, you know? Let's get going. All around, we get it done, we do it right. Yeah, yeah, welcome Twin Cities News Talk listeners, my name is Charles Thayer, and some call me the Home Improvement Slayer. Let it sink in. Let the death metal energize you. What's he screaming about, Nick? Uh, yeah, I absolutely couldn't tell you. He's, well, you want me to tell you? Yeah, I think he's happy. on and on south of heaven. Hey, now that does make sense. Now that you say that. Is this what you listen to in the morning? Time? I do listen to Slayer. That's on right. and off, south of heaven. Yes, on and on, south of heaven. On and on. Okay. Right. I think he was talking about how his parents were always there for him as a child, <laughs> and uh, he was really good at poetry and a couple other things. But I, I missed most of it. So who knows? Uh, that gentleman that you heard right there, the guy I call Nick, is also the co-host of the show. His radio handle is the Polish Powerhouse. It's, it's a big swing in music right there. This is straight out of Poland. It is. It's good stuff. Is that the name of the country? This was a hit back in 99. Was it? Yeah. What is she saying? I love the all-around home improvement. I hour. think she did. You know, she's talking about LP Smart Side, Anderson <laughs> Windows, got her helmet because she has a lot of leaves in her trees and that, that come down. Eight. That's happening right now, actually. Yeah, it really is. It mm. It is, and that's why we bring on our trusted affiliates, our panel of experts that give us the truth about home improvements, real estate, legal stuff with contracting, nails and hammers, things that are tech, technically you know tough for people to understand. That list goes on and on. Yeah, it really does. It really does. So every week, folks, from noon to one, we do this thing here called the All-Around Home Improvement Hour. But if you couldn't tell, we're not professionals at this. They haven't cut us a check yet for this show. I've been working on it. I've been rallying, you know, lobbying a few of the people uh, at the top of iHeartMedia. I need you to do more. Yeah, well, they said something about the co-host and, you know. I need you to do less. Polish guy, yeah, something about that. (laughs) Um, So we're working on it. But for now, we enjoy coming on the show and giving you a taste of what we experience day in and day out as contractors. Yes, Nick and myself run a business called All Around. We're an exterior remodeling and repair team uh, out of Golden Valley, and we service the entire Twin Cities metro area and even parts of Western Cheeseville. I like that. Western Cheeseville. Yes, yes. And we love cheese when we're over. In Prefer West. the Vikings, but Packers. Of course. They're, well, 
We'll work with it. Yeah, we work with Packer fans. It's fine. We have a special discount just for you, so be sure to ask about that, where you will pay no more or less than anyone else. <laughs> That's a Vikings fan. That is a fantastic deal. It is. It really is a special program that we rolled out. Um, but no, um, let's talk a little bit about that, Nick. I mean, we it's, it's over 10 years now. We've been running our business, and a lot of people say to us, I love the, your guys' show. I hear you every Saturday, um, and I'm working with a contractor right now to, to get my siding done, and we just wonder, well... Geez, you know, didn't you catch the part of the show where we said that we do this? I've never had anyone say all those good things to me. Uh, I have. And, um, you know, I, maybe they just don't know. They listen to the show and they think, wow, you know, you guys really bring some good content that, that we can use. But they don't realize we are those guys that can also help you with those projects. I agree. I think we do a lot of help people connect with other tradespeople, some of the people of trusted affiliates, and then people that are on the list that we might know. We're constantly pointing them in the right direction Sometimes that direction is us. Uh, yes. Stick with all around. We can help out. Yeah. Actually, I would say that we get just as many inquiries and leads for our own business as we do uh, inquiries and leads that we don't specialize in those services. Um, and so we really want to be your go-to people for anything home improvement related. It doesn't have to be roofing, siding, or windows related, although that's what we love to do, and we can certainly help you with that. But it could be refinishing your basement, getting leaf protection, um, what to do when you're getting ready to sell your home, um, and and you need a real estate professional to help you make some of those improvement decisions before listing it. Um, no matter what it is, if, if it involves improving a home or a commercial building, we'd certainly love to be your go-to guys, and that's really why we bring this show every week on Saturday. I think you just nailed that. Yeah, nailed it. I'm going to call right now. I need an estimate for my house. Oh, I need a deck. A deck. Okay, so yeah. let's talk a little bit about that right now. If you're calling right now to a, a, a successful exterior contractor, chances are they're going to be scheduling for spring or later. Yeah. And we want to meet with you. We want to hear about your plans. But we also don't want to waste your time. Your time is valuable. Um, and so one of the first things we're asking customers that are calling in right now to all around is when is the pl- when when would you like to have this done? In a perfect world, when are you looking to have this done? This is a great time right now to prep for next year, though, really, in reality. And I think people would be surprised at how many appointments we run knowing that we're looking at a project now to try to get something on the table for next year. That's a pretty common thing to happen this time of year. Well, the other thing I get asked all the time is, well, you know, do you, do you guys just shut down in the winter? And the answer is no. Right. Uh, well, what can you do in the wintertime? Well, surprisingly, a lot of people don't realize we can do window replacements in the wintertime. And they say, well, God, how do you do that? Doesn't the house get frozen is we take all the windows out at once yes every <laughs> single one at once we let the wind that would be a terrible clear idea clear up some of the dust in the air jeff right yeah. we need the wind to clear some of that dust no but we do it one window at a time and yep. that's that's the simple answer to it you know it's you just don't you don't have to open the house mm-hmm. up completely yeah it's, containment and in one room at a time and it can be tolerable and siding, you can do that in the winter as well, correct? You certainly you can. can. Yep. So um, I think the difference between a responsible exterior contractor and one that is more so about numbers and, and volume is one that can say, you know what, right now, this project isn't good for you. Right. Yes, we can do the siding, but if it's below 10 degrees and it's just tons of snow on the ground up against the house and we're just going to do some things a little bit less quality than we normally would i mean understandably yeah there's some exterior client like vinyl for instance Mm -hmm. take vinyl a very common siding in this market and many others 
you can't work with it when it gets too cold. It breaks. It's not uh, flexible. It's not as easy as it is to work with in the summertime. There are things you can do when it gets uh, colder out. You can set up uh, heating areas on the job site that can keep the siding warm to get on the wall. The biggest thing is obviously it's going to get cold after it's on the wall, but it's being able to get it on there, manipulate it without damaging Mm -hmm. it first and foremost. But hardboard siding, LP smart sites, steel, uh, generally can do those all year long. Yeah. And so luckily we have the luxury of being able to tell a customer when we just think the the weather's not appropriate to do their job, that we should just wait for the spring and we'll get it done when the time is right and everything in the end will be better for us and the customer. So, but you know, uh, to each their own and there's some contractors that work right through it. I just, I caution those that are having work done in, in really, really frigid temperatures, you know, caulking, uh, fasteners, blow through with nail guns, um, things like that happen. And it doesn't mean the person's doing a bad job. It just means that the climate is not appropriate for the type of work that they're doing. So if you can wait, if you can, if you don't have water pouring in your home or, or something rotting and it's just getting worse, it's, it's better to wait once it gets that temperature. Folks, this is the All Around Home Improvement Hour. I want to go ahead and introduce our panel uh, today. We have our good friend Jeff Menke and a trusted affiliate of the show on with us. Jeff, I'm so glad you're able to join us today. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, it's perfect timing to have you on. We're going to get more into uh, your, your product, your business here on the next segment. And then sitting in for the fearless leader of the Minnesota real estate team, a team that is the most successful real estate team team in the universe. You don't believe me? Check the numbers. I would say just the city of Bloomington. I would say uh, the seven-county metro area or the state or the country, but truly, they are the most successful real estate team uh, collectively in the world and in for that guy. Some big shoes to fill. Mike Catterlick from the Minnesota real estate team. Welcome to the show, Mike. Hi. Thanks for having me, Nick and uh, Charles. Uh, First time being on with you guys. And uh I appreciate you having me on, and um, hopefully I can add something to the panel here today and, and uh, um, make this make this a good good talk for everyone. And you brought sure a special, special guest. we yes. got to make sure to uh, mention Andrea, who's here with you. Yes, brought my wife, Andrea. I got my, uh, my two boys at home, uh, Cole and Billy. Andrea? Good morning, and hi, boys. Yes, that's awesome. So uh, we, we're going to definitely talk about your business as well. Lots okay. of stuff to talk about. We're up against a break. Folks, this is the All Around Home Improvement Hour, and we'll be right back right after this. It's totally Pantera. This it is. Hardcore. Yeah. I was going to say Five Finger Death Punch. That's a group, right? It is. It is. Okay. I've heard you guys say that one before. Yeah. It's also what happened to me when my eyes wandered and I was with my wife. You got punched? Yeah, five-finger death punch. You probably deserved it. I was pretty good about that. Folks, this is the All-Around Home Improvement Hour, and we're back. And this is the second segment, which means you can call live. We are live right now, believe it or not, and we're feeling great. So we welcome your calls, 800-854-1978. 800-854-1978. I'll give you a couple examples of things you could call in about that we'd love to hear um, from you about it's maybe maybe your gutters don't operate properly maybe they've been clogged in the past um, or you just don't know why they're not operating properly maybe they leak at the corners or the joints or gutters are your first line of defense when it comes to keeping your home dry and water and moisture is the second most dangerous thing to your house number one being fire obviously keep that away but number two being moisture and water and so Anytime in the past I've had a customer 
ask me, what do I do? I mean, I got this basement's filling up with water. Water's getting in around by the foundation. What do I do? Well, there's many solutions. Question number one. All right. There's many solutions. There's some that are more expensive than others. But if you haven't tried anything, the very first thing we always recommend is getting a good gutter system that drains yep. water away from the home. So today, to talk about that, we have Jeff Menke, our good friend, trusted affiliate, owner, president, daily worker. Also, I mean, you work there every day, so it's not like uh, you you know you just come in and I'm check. Just one of the minions. Right, well, yep. you know, and, and call to check in as he makes the turn and grabs a hot dog and a beer. <laughs> yep. And that's what Nick and I do at all around. And so, uh, but I think it's important to point out uh, you're a part of the daily operations at Gutter Helmet of Minnesota, and so you're helping people with these problems um, every day, Jeff. So um, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So this time of year, uh, more important than ever for people to focus on their gutters. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah. You know, this is the time of year when the leaves and the debris is starting to fall off the trees, especially we have these cold nights. You can really see they're raining down now, and it does not take much debris a to clog your gutters up. Um, so that's the number one issue you really want to check for is make sure your gutters are clean. Or maybe you have gutters on the house that are just flat out failing, mm-hmm. whether it be they're pitched incorrectly. So the water's not going, you know, away from the house. Um, a lot of times we run in, people have, you know, maybe an 80 foot run of gutter with one downspout. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of water. It's a lot of yeah. water. So you got to really take into account, okay, you might need to add some downspouts or larger downspouts. Because otherwise, in those heavy rains, the water is going to flow over and end up going in your basement and could cause a lot of damage to your house. Do you find that a lot when you're uh, retrofitting? So someone hires you for just the helmet, they already have a gutter on the house. Mm -hmm. Are you typically having to repitch a lot of those gutters on those houses? Uh, Probably about 20% of the time. The biggest issue we run into is the footage issue where there's not enough downspouts or they've got the real small downspouts. Okay. So a lot of times we'll recommend to the homeowner, hey, let's upgrade that downspout so it can handle more rainfall. So uh, when it's come down. So, uh, and Mike, I just want to bring you in on this because you probably yeah. see this as an agent all the time. You know, the downspouts are, are quite simply the, the, the piece of metal that, you know, the, the gutter, part of your gutter system that goes down, down along the side of the house and then out away from the house. Right. Um, and far too often those systems are clogged. Well, um, maybe before 10 years ago, most people were putting on just the three by two, three inches by two inches downspout. Mm-hmm. And, and now, which is pretty much just standard for every one and we won't even install a smaller one is four by four inches is about right three by four three by four, three, yep. three by four. okay yep. so but it's considerably bigger it handles a larger volume but it, i mean it never ceases to amaze me how many people have the downspout with the outspout separated and water going just straight in along the foundation you must run into this all the time as an agent right right and that's one of the things that we do when we we prep a house for sales we wanted to make we want to make sure that we're giving the potential buyer that comfort and that they know that what they're buying is a house that's been taken care of. Now, granted, there are systems within the house, you know, the, the sump pump and so forth right. that takes care of that, but that's the final step before it actually comes in your home. So you want to keep it away from your house. So um, the gutter portion of the, of the, um, 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 of doing, of having that done is, is so important. And you want to make sure that um, I think it just gives people peace of mind when they, when they have that um, done before and that it's not clogged with leaves like we were talking about and that um, they're in good shape and they're not leaking from different parts of the, the gutter as well. So the three things that we recommend and in this order are gutters first, 
grade second, and then if all else fails, basement drainage system, which is the most expensive. And and those are from from least expensive to most expensive also in that order. So think about it. If you can get the problem solved by having a proper draining gutter solution, that's also going to be, and it doesn't always work out that way, but that's also your most efficient way to do that. Uh, and Jeff, I mean, so, Absolutely. so what are your thoughts on that? Absolutely. And another thing people really need to watch for, sometimes they'll have gutters on the house and they're fine, but they just have an elbow at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Yep. So the water's draining right alongside the foundation and going down directly, pushing on, you know, you get that hydrostatic pressure against your block wall in the basement. Mm-hmm. So you want to make sure you have extension at least three to four feet coming off there. Um, and a lot of times they get knocked off there, and all of a sudden people are getting water in their basement, and then their extension just came disconnected. So, Or they have one of them fold-up extensions. <laughs> yeah, the tip-ups. They yep. never fold it uh, down. Hmm, so, that's one of those. <laughs> so, uh, so, I, I'm just saying. you got to make sure you fold that down, <laughs> yeah. Charles. I, well, the downspout placement is really important, too. You mentioned grade, right, being mm-hmm. the, the second thing. Make sure the water has a way to get away from your house, not towards your house where you position the downspouts. I know it's one of the great things that you guys do with your customers. You'll walk around and make sure that you're dispersing the water in the right spots based on what's around the yeah. house landscape you want to get to outside driveway. you want to get to the outside corners of the house or if you know you if you got the home and you can carry that gutter maybe over to where the garage is right carry it over there where there's no basement and no chance for as much damage mm-hmm. over there mm-hmm. no so what i think is hilarious we you know um being we're exterior contractors and nick and i get on a lot of roofs per year is when you find the house that you know yeah, they have no trees around them and everything, so you expect to see their gutters completely clear of all debris. But there's 15 tennis balls, a oh, racquetball. Yeah. Nerf darts. Uh, yes, a, cu- a couple Nerf darts. Um, Those are very popular. I think the most amount I pulled from one person's home was 22 tennis balls or, or or baseball or you name it. You got me beat. Yeah. and so- Barbie doll is probably the oddest thing I've seen in a gutter. I pulled the Barbie doll out one time. Barbie doll? Yep. Yeah, well, things need to be covered in leaves up and- on the roof sometimes and Barbie sometimes. Yeah, I don't. that was a heck of a throw. Yeah, so Jeff, let's get into the next part of what we need to talk about, which is making sure they're covered. Um, because, and, and maybe not everybody needs to do this. Let's be honest. I mean, not everybody needs covers for the gutters, but there's certainly people that do and, and what that can do for them. Well, yeah, especially if you're in an area where you've got developed trees. And as soon as we talk about the leaves getting in there, you, you got real water issues. So if you can get them covered and get them covered with the proper device, you want to have a gutter cover like gutter helmet that will a keep all the leaves and debris out, but B also put the water in the gutter. Right. And a lot of times, most products fail at one of the two. Right. So we, they make a really cool looking ski jump yeah, for correct. the water. The water's just going over the front of the gutter. It's keeping the debris out, but it's not putting the water in the gutter like it should be. So you guys have done a lot of testing on, on your product uh, to see, to watch heavy, unrealistic amounts of water flow go down a steep roof and to see if it actually makes its way in the gutter and what were your findings exactly our gutter helmet's engineered to it's been tested to handle up to 22 inches of rain in an hour i was going to say was it which, five or something yeah it's 22 which the national record rainfall is like 11.67 or something like that in an yeah. hour so it can handle twice the record rainfall so yeah it's, it's a lot it's, of water it's a lot of water so we've seen it on some roofs where i, I like couldn't even believe it uh there you know there's one in golden valley um, and I was looking at it, it's like a, you know, it's almost straight up and down, like a church steeple. 
Yep. And then and then it runs, you know, the end and the gutter helmets look great because they they go over the first shingle and under the first shingle. So they make it look like it's built into the roofing system. So yep. it, it looked tremendous. My concern was how fast the water mm-hmm. was going to run down the shingles and cascade off of it. Uh, but I was actually there on a rainy day and there really wasn't any dripping um, coming down. We, we actually find that steeper pitch roofs actually handle m- at least or more water than the shallower pitch roofs. Yeah, where it maybe is the, yeah. the angle of yep, it is correct. different. Mm-hmm. But you guys have the ridges on the top. I know that will help slow some of that water down before it gets to the to the actual edge of the helmet. Yeah, the actual panel has it's got some horizontal ribbing, which works as a, a device to resist and slow down, and then it's textured as well. So it kind of slows the water down and, and spreads it out, disperses amongst the the cover itself so i I just want to mention this because we get asked um for gutters gutter covers all the time um and if it's just a gutter related uh request we do refer them to gutter we would refer you folks listening to gutter helmet if that's the only thing you're doing at your house because that's most efficient for you um but we also get asked about the gutter covers all the time and i you know we just want to put up some some cheap screens we just want to put up you know just any i don't need the brand name stuff i don't need the special stuff just just something that'll work and I totally understand being efficient and saving money. The problem is you may temporarily fix one problem with these these uh, cheapo options out there and then create another problem for yourself. So do you want to spend the money, a little more money up front, right. or do you want to spend it when you have an ice dam that's tearing off your gutters, hanging mm-hmm. off of your house, water's backing up in into your living room? Um, how do you want to spend it? I mean, you, do you well, see this? Oh, sorry, I was going to say, because bef- that same person, before you default to that, alternative why not at least know the options right why not know what the cheap screen is and then what is the gutter helmet what comes with that what sort of warranty do you get yeah, exactly typically, that, you know typically we come out we'll have multiple products with us so we can kind of show people here's what some of the other options are out there but yeah i've seen them where you know the the cover itself is pitched negatively which means it's sloped back to the house <laughs> because they're not capable of slowing the water down so right. they figure well the way to do that is we'll pitch it back well in the winter like you said a little bit of it you start getting some of that freezing all that water is just pooling up at the edge of the roof and creates ice dams and all kinds of issues yeah i just i've personally had the screens before i've seen many customers with the other solutions before and quite simply if i really wanted to sum it all up in one sentence it would be this none of those companies can promise you and guarantee you that you will never have to clean your gutters again Again, I know that sounds like the commercial, and it sounds very salesy and cliche. You should say it in the but commercial voice. That never clean your gutters again. To bot to boot to boot. No, I knew you were doing it. You're gonna hire me for it. I think he was obligated yeah. at that point. No, but it's a it's a fact. I yeah. and I've said that to the customers that wanna. <laughs> Hire us for the covers. Listen, just whatever you guys have, just whatever cheap option you have. And, of course, we're not going to turn you down, but I'm going to remind you, okay? Whether it's the $8 a lineal foot screen or the uh, $14 a lineal foot, uh, you know, generic cover, we cannot guarantee you'll never clean your gutters again. If you want that sort of guarantee, that's why you hire a company like Gutter Helmet. Jeff, we are up against the halftime break. Um, folks, you are going to get your Fox News update, some words from our sponsors so we can pay our bills. And when we come back, a little more from Gutter Helmet, and we're going to get on the mic with Mike right after this. All right, boom, here we go. The only show on Twin Cities News Talk that'll throw a bumper at you like that. 
wake the heck yeah. up. I was literally just going to say that. Mm-hmm. If you were zoning out, you're not zoning out anymore. No, no. Stop it. Jeff Menke with Gutter Helmet of Minnesota has been joining us on the previous segment. Good friend of ours and uh, the guy that we refer most of our gutter, uh, again, if it's just a gutter, gutter cover, gutter solution, drainage on the outside of the home, only request, um, and you're coming to All Around, we're sending you to Jeff Menke um, because I personally firsthand have been able to experience the benefits of not having to clean my gutters. But you know what I find myself doing now, Jeff? Wanting to clean your gutters? No. Nice. Close. All right. I don't know who, what person you're talking about. <laughs> I just thought you were going to go somewhere weird with it. I, I'm curious I'm, myself. You, know, you give up? You give Suspense. up? I, I clean the gutter helmets. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, See, I, I, mean, I was kind of right. I mean, I clean the gutters and the gutter yep. helmet. You want to keep it keep it looking clean? We have a lot of trees, and it comes comes down. And- yeah, you want to spray that nose once in a while, especially you have a lot of lot debris over the top, so I'll keep that... So yeah. the water flows nice if that because otherwise the morning dew and stuff and dirt in the air, yeah. this guy gets nose a, gets a little dirty. It won't can't be clean quite the gutter, so it'll clean the so. clean the cover. I like that. Yeah, yeah. keeps it nice and got to keep it clean sharp. That's right. That's right. From the outside in, you'd think I'm a very clean organized. It's like washing person. off the siding. Yep. Yep. That's true. So uh, Jeff, uh, final thoughts for listeners and where they can get a hold of you guys and how they can participate or what's going on right now that they should know about. Well, it, this is a great time of the year if you're looking to get gutter protection. Um, time's running out. So it's a good pl- good time to call. Uh, best way to reach us is go to gutterhelmetmn.com. Uh, that's gutterhelmetmn.com. We do free in-home estimates. We come out, do no obligation estimate, give you a quote to to cover your existing gutters or doing a complete gutter system on your home. Yeah, and there's many, many imitations out there. I can personally say this it looks the best, performs the best. Um, I would, wouldn't be saying that. I don't I don't care how cool you are, Jeff, or how good-looking you are. Uh, I wouldn't say it unless it was true, just so you know, <laughs> um, except for the good-looking part. I would maybe say that, and I'm just kidding. So, uh, well, reach out to them, and if you forget for for some reason you can't remember gutterhelmetmn.com which is fairly easy but if you if you just can't remember go to allaround.com and click on the trusted affiliates that's where you'll find Jeff Menke his team and all of the radio partners that join us on this show Jeff can you hang out with us absolutely okay awesome awesome folks this is the all around home improvement hour where every Saturday from noon to one we talk all things home improvement related and what could be more related to home improvements than maybe the return you see when you go to sell your home or maybe when you're buying a home just being aware of what it is that people did to the home to improve it and how that fits into the neighborhood and whether or not you're getting a good deal, it all relates. And that's why we have the Minnesota real estate team, the leaders of the Minnesota real estate team, come on the show and talk about it because it is so uh, relevant. We have um, Mike Catterlick. Gosh, I almost said Kaepernick, but we're not going to do that to you, Mike. <laughs> Thank, you. Um, Thank you. Mike and Andrea Catterlick, husband and wife. They're, uh, they, they're not a husband and wife real estate team, though. I want to make that clear. So, you know, if you, if you ever see those teams, but they do both work in real estate, which I think is very, very cool. That's right. That's yeah. right. How did that happen, by the way? Well, we come from a real estate family, and it's more so on my wife's side. Andrea's um, mother is a real estate agent. Okay. And um, Andrea, I think during, during her college years and so forth, worked at uh, some of the real estate offices doing some of the front desk work. And and as time went on, um, she got me into real estate. Um, and then Andrea, actually, there really is no good connection how you, you got into. She's do, she does the commercial real estate side of things. Right. So um, 
I think maybe there's a comfortableness with it, but she she kind of found that one on her own. She she went out and found a commercial broker and started working for him, and it's been there, been there a while. And That's great. Ten years. So. Well, I think it's a, a kind of the best of both worlds scenario. You're in the same you you're in the same industry, so you can relate. You can talk to each other about uh, day in and day out stuff that's going on, but you're not so with each other. You know, all over each no, other, like no. just needing space because I just could, I couldn't imagine. I'm sorry, I couldn't imagine working my, with my wife every day. It just probably wouldn't work. I asked her, and she said the same exact thing. <laughs> I couldn't imagine working with Charles. Oh my! Well, I see what you're saying. That's what you. Okay, you asked Mike. So, Mike, you work for a pretty successful uh, team. I've known Ryan for a very long time. Ryan is a mentor uh, to me and to our team, to our radio show, everything. So we look up to him a lot and, and he's a taller guy. So you kind of have yeah, to look true. up yeah. to him, uh, naturally. But, uh, how did you team up with that team? Well, I worked in um, new construction. I've been a real estate agent for about 19 plus years and I, um, started a new construction, uh, with family and did that for a good nine years. As my uh, kids started getting a little older and, um, I wanted to spend more week- weekends with them. I decided new construction, wasn't the thing. Yes. The market was a little softer at that time, too, for that um, avenue. So I decided, well, I'm going to look around and see what's out there. And one of the things I noticed um, during the award ceremonies in the past, Ryan had absolutely the best team. He yeah. had probably the most youthful team. They weren't always young agents, but they were they were certainly the rowdiest. But they yeah. were very... They love doing real estate. Yeah. And I wanted to be part of that. Yeah. So when I saw them at these... Um, I think we had like a, a showdown in Orlando and uh, he was, um, I just remember that group that went down there was very loud. Um, and, um, and uh, he, they just, they just love real estate, and um, I think it shows when they go out and work with people. So I think when you can find people that are passionate and they love what they do, that kind of obviously showed through the fun that they were having, mm-hmm. right? So right. it's kind of hard not to get a little bit drawn yeah. to that. It's very so. infectious, and so I met with Ryan, and he kind of shared some of the same values I do about real estate and just yep. the integrity side of things, and um, I decided he was the guy for me. So. so- so Ryan awesome. is a super humble guy and he is, you know, it's tough to compliment him. He doesn't take the compliments very no, well. No. But one thing I think that I know very well about him is he does, believe it or not, that number one spot that his team holds, that number one most sold homes than any other team really in the world. Uh, he's proud of that. He holds that dear to him and it really does say something because No matter how humble he is, no matter how humble the team is, and they don't want to take the compliment, right? They are striving to stay on top, and they double their competition, but they want to hold that position. So look at that from a consumer standpoint. You are going to work with somebody that really, really is doing everything they can to continue to be the best. How is that going to end up working out for you as the consumer? I'd say pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you, when it comes to home improvements, because this is something we get asked all all the time, uh, and I really think that we're the wrong people to ask the question to, right? I'm getting ready to sell my home, and yeah, it's outdated, and it needs a little bit of this, that, some on the exterior, some on the... It's a good, sound home. Everything works. It's not like it's falling apart. This is going to be a great home for a family, but it does need some updating. Where do I spend my money on first? We get asked that. Right. And I say, if I gave you the answer, 
then I would just be telling you roofing and siding. Because <laughs> Windows, that's, gutters. Because that's what I sell, right? <laughs> uh, new deck. No, I want to be honest, and I tell them, you need to talk to your agent because that home is in an area where there's so many other factors. Talk a little bit about that. Right. I mean, there's no doubt some of the interior of the homes are important. Your kitchen sell homes. Um, updating a bathroom, you really make your money on those situations. But the external side of things are very important, too. Um, I can't tell you how many times I've scheduled showings, and we've gone out and looked at a few, and we hit this one house, and people just stop and say, I'm not going in there. Like, they knew before they walked in, they weren't going to like the house that didn't pass their test just from the outside, the exterior. I totally believe that. I, I'm the same so way. Yeah, and I, I feel like, you know, I feel bad for the, the, the sellers that had to leave the house, but right. it's like, I, it was a fail to begin with. And they should have maybe done some things to prepare for that. So a quick quick story before we go to a break. Um, a lot of people know I, uh, Nick and I are really into bow hunting. or kind of uh, just freaks about it. We love to bow hunt. Uh, when my wife and I were looking for our home that we live in today, uh, she, she found it. It was the first home we looked at. We drove ourselves. We didn't even have an agent. We just drove ourselves to go look at it. We didn't want to, you know, be pressured or anything. And um, so we pull in the park in the in the driveway. She runs to the house to the windows. I ran into the woods. <laughs> I came back. How are the trees? She came. We met back at the driveway, and I said, "I want it." And she said, "I want it too." I just looked at all the the deer tracks that were everywhere, right. and all the sign that were everywhere. She looked at the newly updated uh, kitchen. I'm not trying to be cliche or or whatever stereotypical. I'm just saying that was important to her. It was updated on the inside, and the outside wasn't, and so. That helped us pick it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, truth be told, I think both um, men and women, when they're looking at homes, they look at different things. Yes. I know a lot of guys just say, I just want my garage, I want my man cave, I want my yard. And yep. uh, they don't care what the rest of the house. They can live with anything else. Mm -hmm. They can live with, you know, flowered wallpaper. They can live with anything. It's, they just want... They know what they want, and I, I think guys are pretty pretty much along for the ride. So the answer to everyone's question is fix up the kitchen and build a man cave, and <laughs> you will sell your home for exactly what you want. No, uh, a great insight. We have more for you folks. We are up against the break. This is the All Around Home Improvement Hour. We'll be right back right after this. What I was blessed with Never been arrested For non-domestic That's a change from the other segments Junior high All, this is all over again here yeah. Little Mason Diddy Little P. Diddy It is, isn't it? Some old Some old stuff here I don't know what he's talking about Alright folks, we're back This is the last segment Of the All Around Home Improvement Hour We've been having a great time Hanging out in the studio Of course with the Polish Powerhouse The one and only Jeff Menke with Gutter Helmet of Minnesota, and Mike Catterlick with the Minnesota Real Estate Team. So, Mike, topic kind of came up uh, off air. How often do you run into homes that either A, you know, somebody's taking a look at the improvements that were done and say, eh, not crazy about that, or take a look at things that absolutely weren't done that need to be done and are like, you know, I mean, even though right now it's a seller's market, I think, uh, does that still hinder transactions? Absolutely. You know, when you look at um, things, I, I think big ticket items to me are the ones that that cause people to leave a situation. They don't always want to go in and lowball a, a seller. So if what's presented isn't correct, they just maybe will not look at the home or not continue to uh, look at it as an option. You know, things like the roof, things like... Um, um, uh, windows, for instance, um, mm -hmm. very big one because it's a it's a it's a high ticket piece, 
and if they see windows that are um, leaking, cracked, um, mold, mildew around the outside, yep. yeah, that's it's a, a it's a red flag. And um, you know, when you think about if you've ever gotten an estimate on windows, they're you know they're not the, the cheapest thing, but they they do hold value. I think when you sell a home, you can sell the idea that you have new windows in a home, and so that's good before you sell. But that's you know that's something to consider um, as a homeowner down the road when you prepare for that you know those ho- those windows should last a good long time and you know if you've if you've moved into a house that maybe wasn't new construction and you know those windows are getting to the end of its lifespan that you should maybe consider that before so to tie on to that i've always heard from really good real estate professionals scott wilmering ryan o'neill that you know if you're expecting, if you have okay windows right now and you just want to redo your windows and you expect a full 100% return on investment, you're not going to get it. Right. Because when a buyer comes into the home, they expect functioning things that are already good, that are going to last for several years, and they're not going to have to deal with it right away. On the flip side, however, if you have somebody that already has windows that are close to the end of its life expectancy and it's showing those signs... I'm going to argue that you could see possibly more than 100% of the return on investment because what is the lowball offer that you're going to get thrown by not doing that work? Right, right. And think about the, the aspect of when people go and look at, look at homes, what are you in competition with? You could be looking at plenty of other homes that don't have that as a drawback. So you, you know, having those everything updated to the, the point it should be in, um, is is crucial. In a, New construction's got to make it tough with that too, because it's. Yeah. I mean, every exit you take off the freeway, there's a development. There's it seems so like, much so going on right now. Right, that's got to be tough yeah. for the existing in a situation yeah. like that where you're up. Maybe I'm sure the new construction probably costs more, but yeah, it's tough for me to look at new construction. I have a hard time because I have an idea of what these homes are going for. I have an idea of the quality that they're trying to put forth and show, and then when you see what products were chosen, particularly in the Windows department, right? Right. Uh, I question myself, and I say, why was that the product chosen for this $600,000 house? That's not right. Same thing goes with somebody that replaces their windows, getting getting ready to sell in a couple, maybe five years, they're going to sell, and they know they need new windows now. So they get new windows. Instead of going with a full window replacement option, they opt for one of these discount companies that promises you three free windows for every one that you yep. pay for. And what they don't realize is they've actually accepted pocket windows or insert windows. Right. Everyone, everyone calls them something different. But just to sum it up, you're inserting a window into the already finished trim and uh, uh, woodwork that's there. And so the actual viewing space of your window is much less uh, you lose uh, maybe maybe 10 to 15% of the viewing space of yep. your window. And then on top of it, the window wasn't completely opened up, reflashed, inspected for water damage. So you, you've, you've basically just put a cover over your old opening, and you hope that's good. I could see that, Mike, coming back on a buyer. Maybe not. Maybe people don't pay attention to that kind of stuff, and I'm just in the industry, and I see it, okay? But I could see somebody saying, wait a minute, that just doesn't look right. Not the right quality for this level of home. Right, right. I th- I think that, and you know, also the type of windows. When I worked in new construction, uh, we dealt with a lot of people when they looked at you know putting the pieces together. They're like, "What kind of windows do you have? You know, what 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 do the windows do? Um, what do they offer as far as efficiency and and all that?" And um, I do see that on savvy buyers yeah. coming in on the existing side. I was going to say well. that I think people are just because the information is so accessible now. It's at the 
palm of your hand and right yeah, there really to is. know and to learn some of that stuff. Well, I'd say we found in general the general public's getting a little more educated on that stuff. Well, and you've taken you take into consideration somebody that can buy a six hundred thousand dollar plus home, chances are they've paid for some remodeling in their past. Right. Right. So they've gone through the consultations, the education of products and XYZ. And that is probably the customer that I would think comes into that next purchase of that new construction, wanting some some things in particular. You know, Mike, uh, really, really, really appreciate you coming in on the show, sitting in for Ryan. Yeah. Um, why don't you tell us right now, um, before we run out of time, what is happening in, in your world and, and what type of customers you help? and how they can reach out to you as well. Yeah. Um, well, the market's still good. You know, rates are still favorable, certainly historically. Um, you know, it's. I think it's still kind of a buyer's market. It's kind of evened out a little bit more over, over the months as time has gone on here this summer. Uh, very, very busy summer. Um, I, it tends to, in the fall, it, it starts to lighten up a little bit. You know, people are back in uh, school. Kids are back in school, so families tend not to move as much. But people always move. And um, I tend to think that between Thanksgiving and Christmas tends to be a quieter time of the year. But at the same time, you're in less competition with anybody else. So if you're looking to sell a home, um, it's a great opportunity to to not have that competition, not to have that 20 other homes up against in the spring like sure. you are in May. So um, other than that, I, you know, I, I have a few listings out there that I, I think are... You want to mention them? You sure yeah, can. Could, could yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. I, I, have, I actually have a couple. I've become the lake guy, South Metro here. Um, it, it's not a bad thing. Yeah, I, I, it's great. I mean, it's actually some of this is near like where my hometown stuff is, so I, I know quite a bit about it. But I um, have a lot, uh, a couple lots, one up in... Um, Floodwood, Minnesota, if anybody knows where that is, that's by Grand Rapids. Mm-hmm. Great hunting area. I have, uh, uh, what do I have, like uh, 30 acres up there, um, right on the St. Louis River. Yeah, I think we should go scout that. You should. Yeah. <laughs> You're I think we should just not, yeah. not to buy, just to go walk around. <laughs> yeah. We're marketing to that. It's going to bring a bowl just to protect yeah. himself. Yes. Yes. So. <laughs> we have that listed for 174.9 currently. It's been reduced, so it's um, it's a certainly an awesome one. I also have one quickly on uh, Irwin Court down in Montgomery, which is kind of like the Faribault area of Chain of Lakes. Um, it's on Shields Lake. And I also have a home, technically, on the lake with about 200 feet of uh, beautiful shoreline listed for 549.9. I do have an offer on it as far as um, um, it, it, we have a purchase agreement, but it's um, the people that are still selling their home. The buyers of that are still selling their home. So it's still kind of available out there. So if somebody's Ooh. looking for an awesome property, three bedrooms, three bath. 549.9 has a five-car garage on an acre and a half of land. Woo! Run, don't walk. Mike, where's that at, Mike? This is down in, it's technically a memory address. But it feels like Faribault. The other side of the lake okay. is a Faribault address, so <laughs> if it's not too far from the freeway. So how can people reach out to you, Mike? Um, my, uh, you can certainly go through the website, uh, uh, Minnesota Real Estate Team's website. Um, you can also re- reach me by phone. 651-210-8644 is my number. Again, with the phone number, please? 651 651- Two one zero eight six four four, right? And um, yeah, we're very uh, Minnesota real estate team, as you know, is very good uh, with marketing online, and uh, uh, we're out there everywhere. Nice, so. nice. Well, thank you very much, thank you. and thank you to Andrea for joining us. I appreciate it. You know, you really say too much. We don't have <laughs> we don't have enough time to you know include all of the things that you want to say. Um, but next time we can. Uh, Jeff Menke, Gutter Helmet of Minnesota, buddy. Final thoughts for the listeners out there. 
Just thanks for having me on the show today. I, every time I come on here, I learn something, so I can imagine what the people out there listening are learning. As imagine well. what I'm learning. Yeah. I, know. I imagine he learns a lot of what not to do by sitting next to me, and that's probably what, what he's talking about. Yeah, that's exactly what I was just going to say. Jeff, we appreciate you, buddy. Thanks, guys. Polish powerhouse. Hey, happy to be here. Thanks for having me again for like the 300th time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll be here next week as well if you need me. Yeah, we asked for a replacement, um, but they didn't want anyone to step up or sit in here <laughs> with me. So, no. I appreciate it as always, folks. We do have fun doing this. Um, you know, it's it's part of our passion for the industry. And if you're not enjoying what you do, like Nick said earlier, get a different job or something. Life's too short. So you got to enjoy what you do. Appreciate all the listeners. Appreciate the station. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend. God bless and goodbye. We do it right, y'all.